the second try. Hello, everybody. This is Sasha. Uh, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. And we're going to be talking about a topic that I'm super passionate about. And what better way to do it than with Erin, who is an intimacy, uh, holistic intimacy coach, and also an intuitive reader. Welcome. Thank you for being here with us today. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk about tarot and love and all the good stuff. Yes. So, um, usually, um, when people do a tarot reading, uh, one of the main questions that people have is love. Right? Like they always want oh, to know yeah. about their love life. It's usually love and work they are the, the two if you could summarize readings they are the two most famous ones yeah now that's um a hundred percent true i specialize in love readings and like you know helping people navigate their love life you know when love is coming in when you know what's going on with their partners and like things like that that's kind of like my jam my specialty um and yeah it is one of the main things it's either that or when am i gonna get money <laughs> what's going on in my career yeah um so those are usually the, the two questions that i get but i specialize in the romance department because i just find it to be a really um just a, it's like an unending uh quest of knowledge yeah. love is it's it's so unending it is so uh Erin and i are colleagues we graduated from the same uh, institute of integrated sexuality and we are both super passionate about tarot. We were just discussing how when we start talking about tarot, we just can go on and on and on because people that love tarot, we just feel intensely passionate. And Erin uh, started a page, yeah. a, 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 an Instagram page uh, called the Tarot Witch. Mm -hmm. I love it. So Romance Tarot Witch. That's so amazing. So I'm curious, how did you fall in love with the tarot? So I got my first reading like five years ago by a friend um, who was just doing it casual. They had a little book and they had uh, their tarot cards and they were like, oh, do you want to have a reading? And I was like, yeah, sure. I don't, I've never really had one of these before, but I kind of want to, I'm like curious about it. And so um, she would like pull out the cards and then she would like go get the book and read exactly what the book said. And it would be like super relevant to what I was going through. And I was like, I need to do this. This is so valuable. And so I went and got my first deck. Um, it took me a few months to kind of get the hang of it. I was like doing my own. And then I started doing readings for other people. And then my friends started asking me for readings even more. And then I just, one day decided to make the Instagram, not thinking anything of it. You know, I was in quarantine. It was the beginning of quarantine. So I was just like, uh, I don't know. I just kind of, I want to make some money. And I also want to connect with people because I'm lonely. I was super lonely during quarantine. Um, my day-to-day -day job is being a hairdresser. I would talk to people like all day, every day. And I was really missing that. So I created the tarot page, met all these really awesome, wonderful people. And it kind of just went from there. And now it's its own little monster, <laughs> living that's and breathing and walking around. So, yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's also so cool. Um, and what's your favorite deck? Like, if you could signal your favorite baby favorite, right now. Yeah. 
So my favorite deck right now is the Sinking Wasteland Tarot. Um, this is the first deck that I spent like a good amount of like chunk of change on. Uh-huh. Um, it's beautiful. I like it is because it has a lot of diversity in it with all different kinds of colors and body types. And um, it has like homosexual relationships and it's just really, really diverse. And I don't get to see a lot of tarot decks that are like super diverse, but you know, it's just the kind of uh-huh. It's beautiful. They're just, I don't know. And it's kind of dark and a little whimsical, just like me. <laughs> I I'm a little dark and I'm a little whimsical. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. But yeah, so this is my this is my baby. Yeah. yeah. This is my definitely my go-to deck for everything. And does it happen to you? Uh, does it happen to you that your favorite tarot you don't really share it for readings? Like at least my favorite tarot, I I rarely ever share it. It's like I mean I share it with friends, but it's like for business. I, um, I don't use this tarot deck for other people. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's your deck, your baby. <laughs> For me, it's the Chicoli Tarot. I love it because yeah, it's, it's very like, rare that I will use this deck. Yeah, that, that's the same thing that I do. But this is uh, I, what I love about this deck is that it's like sweet dolls, but they are also very dark and very intense. So it, they it, they have like this flavor of, of sweetness and innocence. And also, they can be very dark and very intense. Like, there's this sense of... They're joy. gorgeous. Yeah, they, it's so sweet. And the, 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 the cards speak so much to me, you know, when you just see it. And, and there are so many messages coming from every image. Mm-hmm. I love decks like that. It has, like, a really, like, strong resonance to it. Yeah. Yeah, those are my, I mean, it's like a special connection. I have always thought that there are decks that can be, you know, like the most famous ones, like the Tot deck, but you just don't feel the connection. You just don't feel the, like, like it speaks that much. Uh, and there are some decks that might be less famous, but you just feel that it's speaking to you, like, like singing almost to you. Yeah, I have a lot of decks like that. Um, I work with tarot cards, but I also work with a lot of oracle decks. So this one, for example, is called the Phoenix Healing Deck. Uh-huh. Um, it, I forget the person who makes it. Um, I, it's like lifewithyouallways.com, but I, know, uh, I don't know her first name, but she makes these really, really amazing decks. And it'll tell you like what you're going through. Like, mm. like this one says exhausted. I have no energy to go on. Yeah. And we have like dreams. Uh, I wish my dreams were when I work with clients and stuff and I'm looking for blockages, I usually use this deck to figure out what's blocking them from the thing that they're trying to get. And it works like so well. It works so well. That's amazing. So, and yeah. It's like people get into get a tarot reading because they want to know if the person that they love is going to go back to them or whatever, but uh, what would you tell them that they could find in a, in a tarot reading beyond this basic and very normal, uh, and they are very valid and important questions, but like if you could tell them that there is more to it, what would you tell them? 
So um, when I get clients and people who ask about um, reconciliation or like, you know, we get distracted sometimes by like the, the fit, like the physical and like the, 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 the thing, the problems that are right in front of us. So a lot of people will ask, okay, when am I, when is this person going to contact me? And I do do readings where I just do like those basic questions, but I also offer this deep dive reading that goes into the guidance and into the lesson behind it. Because I believe that everything that you go through has a deeper meaning and a different lesson, and it has nuggets of wisdom that if you learn them, you don't have to go through those same types of triggers. Yeah. anymore so when someone I would I would say to someone who wanted to book a reading like that I would say like it's really great to want to know when someone's going to come back in your life and I can totally understand and have compassion for wanting to be able to have closure in any situation however everything that does happen to you has a nugget of wisdom in it that will change your whole life and just allowing the cards to tell you that and you really understanding like the transmission of it and really embodying that wisdom is going to be the thing that changes your whole life. It might just be a few cards, but that those nuggets of wisdom can change your whole life. So if I had to choose between, you know, finding out if my boyfriend or my ex-boyfriend was going to text me back and that nugget of wisdom, that could be life-changing, you know, and, or I can get them both. I'd rather have them both. Yeah. Because one of those things is going to be really, really do on the long run. And it'll also stop you from, you know, for a lot of people, when I do these readings, there's a lot of like, I keep end up in these situations where I'm like in a relationship with someone and then they ghost me. Like, and I'm like, don't you want to know why that happens? Yeah. Because that's, that's the deeper thing. Exactly. Absolutely. But ha yeah, so I think that is so important that people uh, that people can see the biggest, uh, the bigger message, the bigger picture, and I, and I think that's what the tarot brings forth. It brings this this bigger message. Like, has it happened to you that you get these cards that start just following the, the person? That it's like, okay, you might be asking this, but the tarot really wants you to know this thing. <laughs> yeah I've had that happen quite a few times um, honestly the way that I like to explain tarot to people who haven't um, done it before is that tarot is kind of like I am creating a nice space for your intuition and your higher self to tell you what you need to know yeah. and if your higher self says that you know you need to worry about this and like that boy or that person is not of main concern uh what's really of concern is this thing over here then you know that's how i look at it because yeah. i think some people they'll think um i'm giving the reading so the the wisdom is coming from me mm -hmm. like aaron is telling me these things and it's not me it's your higher self your higher self is going Cool, man. I'm glad that we got got rid of all this baggage here, so we can so we can have a conversation, just me and you, so we can talk about what we're about to do. Okay, we need to talk about what's happening here. That's really like how I see it, and that's how I try to explain it to my clients. You know, because your higher self might decide that that job is not what's important. It's this thing over here that's what's what's important. Totally, 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 totally agree. It's like. Uh... 
that's why at the end they are always like hmm i kind of knew <laughs> this is so validating because i kind of knew this i yeah, kind of I felt kind of this <laughs> so yeah it's it's just their own inner wisdom that that's yeah. why why i say as well it's like the tarot it's just a translator of the universal language of the of the higher self or the or the, or the subconscious that wants to speak up that wants to say something that you need to hear clearly and loudly and it's just like this translator and it's a conversation where there is a translator mm -hmm. that is catching the energies in the in the air yeah no that's definitely how i feel about it and i, I think that's what makes it so mystical and cool because you know we it, you you never it when i do do a tarot reading it's not anything that someone didn't already know it's more about just getting that validation and you know kind of like I it's very rare that I get a client that's like wow that's a uh, completely different <laughs> like than what I would have thought yeah. um it's usually oh yeah that makes sense yep that makes yeah okay yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it, it's super important yeah. um and it's just fun I love giving readings to people because I just like being able to um just help them have dialogues with their higher self that's how I that's what I feel like my job is to help you have dialogues with your higher self absolutely and unless it is something very important uh that's going to happen like, that it's like in their contract right like for me at least I barely ever give like predictive readings I try to focus more on the on the energy around the people. Like, why are you choosing this? What what's this teaching you? But but there are sometimes when there are there are situations that are so relevant that they just keep jumping in. Like, okay, this situation is going to take place. Just be ready, and then they come back into the reading, and then they come back. It's like the card just keeps returning. As a, as a way of saying yeah but this matters this is important the person needs to know this yeah i 100 percent agree with that i do do predictive readings depending on like what it is um you know just because uh, i think it's good like i've done uh, i did a reading for someone actually that was most of the year like i pulled cards for each month uh -huh. And it was so crazy to have that person come back to me and be like, do you believe what happened in March? Do you believe what happened in, in, in May and in June? Like, oh my goodness. Um, because I do think it could be good like that, but I definitely think that the best way to use tarot is to get that higher lesson and to get that higher wisdom. That is the best use of any intuitive reading or or cardomancy in general. It's just, it's just using cards to do any kind of um, divination work is to get that lesson, which I think is the more important thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you can use it for other stuff and it can be kind of fun. It can also like spill the tea a little bit about what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, you know, there's definitely that aspect of like, um, you know, kind of secret like little meetings you know that you're having with the cards so i yeah so yeah it's a, it's just something i really love like yeah. i just love all things like what about the tarot humor reading? when it gets funny have you ever has it ever <laughs> happened to you that that it gets like are you kidding <laughs> i have had my deck get sarcastic with me uh -huh. i have had my deck get sassy with me 
Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's mostly with myself. With my clients, it's not as bad. Like usually my decks are a lot nicer to my clients, but again, I don't use this deck with my clients. I use it on me. And yeah. this deck has its own like personality. Like I do this deck when I'm trying to like get to know what's actually going on with like with no holds barred, no no pulling. Deck does not pull. <laughs> it's very like, yeah, you shouldn't have did that. You know you shouldn't have did that. I don't even know why you're asking me this dumbass question. Next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, tarot gets really, really funny sometimes. Yes. So much. And that's what I love the most when when it starts getting like like repetitive in a funny way, like like sassy. That I, I love that expression because yeah, that's Very how sassy. it feels. Yeah. I had a reading with someone who was asking about whether or not they should um, like be in a relationship with this person and if they were going to come back. Um, so I did the reading and stuff and I started like pulling out the cards and the first card was no. And then the second card was think it through. And then the third card was a no. And then the fourth card was a no. And I was like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to have to say that this is a no. Like, <laughs> like I feel like this is a hard no um and then I looked at the back of the deck and it was like uh I had like my tarot deck and my oracle deck I looked at the back of my deck and it was like the devil and I'm like <laughs> it's never ending yeah uh, so I've definitely had those I've had those moments um I've had the the moment where I pulled like the tower and the three of swords and the deck yeah um this it's a it's a no on that <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it's just not happening. Yeah. You know, I love your grip. <laughs> yeah, totally. I remember once I was asking about something, and the card that came was the Four of Swords. Like, you need to take a break. I was like, no, 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 but I have, to, I, I will take a break. But after I'm done with this issue and I took another card and it was again, the four of swords. It was okay. I will take a break. I promise. Uh, that evening I got up to do something and I fell down and I broke my foot and I was like, were you kidding me? And then I took my tarot and there was the four of swords. It was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man no i've definitely had that happen it's like still haven't learned your lesson huh yeah like okay i can be nice or i can be tough okay <laughs> then it will be tough and, and it was just so funny to see the card afterwards because i mean if you don't, if you guys don't know what this card means, this is literally a person recovering from <laughs> from an illness. It's mm -hmm. like resting. It can mean meditation or rest or just taking a break, but it's usually just healing, just like taking a moment to heal to recover. So it's like literal <laughs> in my case. No, I've definitely had things like that happen. Um, I asked the the deck one time if I should be like, um, but even when I went to have my Instagram, like 
ask my dad if I should have the Instagram, and it was like, yeah, and I was like, well, I'm like scared, so I'm gonna pull another card and see what that card says, and if that says that it's a bad idea, and it's like, no, 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 we're still telling you that you should do this, and I was like, okay, well, let me get another clarifier then, and then you hit like the 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 never ending clarifiers. <laughs> That's another one uh, uh-huh. that I've seen like happen, like. Let me pull another card. Let me pull another, another card. Okay, let me just like pull one more card and just be extra, extra, extra sure that what you're saying is actually what I need to hear. And it's like, no, no, it's still the same. Yeah. Yeah. Until you have like 20 clarifiers. <laughs> for one card, for one yeah. card, like, or um, I've had my deck get ask it the same like in a for a week and it just starts like giving me the full card I've had that happen my deck is giving me the full card like over and over again if I ask a question too much it'll literally just be like you dumb you're full (laughs) stop stop asking me this (laughs) I already told you the first time (laughs) except not usually with that card means but like I knew what I knew what it meant when I saw it when I kept asking that same question over and over again usually the fool is about you know starting a new venture starting over you know um and in reverse it could mean like uh like being low too reckless but in this particular case where I kept asking the same question like no I already answered this leave me alone uh Mm -hmm. do what I said the first time yeah or uh, like when you do multiple decks for one reading and you get the same card. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, no, no, mm-hmm. this can't be. And then you take the other deck and it's the same card. And it's the, another deck, the same card. <laughs> yep. I've had that happen to me or like at least like the messages. And it's just like, Okay. I don't have this happen with so much uh, so much with clients because usually like they just take the reading that I give but with myself when I was like really just starting to do tarot for myself and I thought that I was like well if I just keep asking the deck it'll tell me what I want to hear it's like oh no it won't (laughs) no no it will not tell you exactly what I said the first time yeah yeah so yeah that's definitely a thing and like also when I have, you gotta learn to listen and just take the take the answer. Do you find that doing a smaller spread is more useful than doing a bigger spread sometimes? Yeah, I, I try to keep my spreads very simple because otherwise I get to like like it's too complicated. So I try to keep it simple, like from three to nine cards. And then again, another three to nine cards because otherwise I can get like 20 cards in one spread and it starts getting like too redundant yeah and like muddy um that was a learning curve for me where I used to think that I needed to pull out nine ten cards for every one question and sometimes like one card per question will answer the question yeah um actually most of the time it will yeah. So that was like a big note learning curve for me. Like sometimes less is actually more. Yeah, that that's so true. Especially when you do this just one card reading. There's so much power in one card because there's a huge message in there. I always say that it's like uh, a whole story being told in that one card. 
it is. Um, that is something that I definitely will agree with. I kind of learned how to memorize the cards by looking at it from like a story perspective. Yeah. Uh, so I, I totally agree with that, you know. So there's just there's so much information that could be packed in one little little card and it could change depending on how you're asking what you're asking and the other cards that are around it. So yeah. yeah. And also that uh, what you said asking how the depth of the reading depends so much of the depth of the question. Have you found that? I have found that. Um, it, you know, super literal questions be a little rough when trying to get an answer. So, like, um, if you say, like, when will I get a job? Like, that's, you know, the cards might be like, well, you'll get a job when you learn this really deep metaphysical lesson. And, like, sometimes people are not listening for that. So I find it a little bit easier to answer questions that are concise but open-ended like what are some things that I can do to create the career of my dreams is a much better question than when am I going to get a job. Totally. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the message becomes a real life lesson in there. That's where you can really see uh, because it's like, okay, when soon or not soon, eventually, but when, or in two months, whatever, but when you really go deep into the life lesson that it's been, uh, offer the the learning can be so powerful it's like it teaches you even when you know it somehow because it's your wisdom your inner wisdom there is always like this sense that the tarot brings to the table like it just makes sense to something that otherwise would have been just uh, little snips of, of little pieces of something yeah, to me, it's like really similar to uh, coaching and the, in the fact that like in, in tarot or in coaching or in anything where you're trying to get other people to rely on their own wisdom, it's your job as a facilitator to create a safe place for that person to be able to um, trust their own intuition. Uh, one of the things that I do is I have like this little empowering question deck. So every time I do a one-to-one -one talking session, I will start off the session with one empowerment. And the reason why I do that is because it helps people drop into that sense of like, okay, now I'm thinking deeply about what is going on in my life. And I found that it made the readings, a, like, it's not that the readings weren't accurate before, but they make them a lot more, it, it's like, it's like opening up a door and allowing people to walk through it on their own instead of trying to get them to, you know, just get the wisdom. Like when you already have them thinking about a really reflective meditative question, they're kind of already walking through that door. So when you start talking about those lessons and higher concepts, when you're, pulling out the cards, they're a lot more ready to hear it than they would be if they weren't thinking about it in the first place, which is what I found. Totally. I love it. And I love this, uh, this beautiful combination that you have created, uh, coaching and, uh, and tarot as, as, as a package that people actually can get to you and work through their issues uh, with relationships with the tarot and coaching together. That's so important and so powerful. Yeah, I think it's really, really cool. And um, I think that, like, once again, I don't find them 
to be too, too off. Like, just like with coaching, like I said, you, the whole point of me coaching someone is to get them to be in that safe enough space so that they can essentially heal themselves. So the whole point of me, like putting out a tarot card is to get someone to be safe enough for them to hear the wisdom of their own higher self. So it's just facilitating safe places and facilitating um, a space in which someone can be reflective, heal, and take deeper messages. So it, it when I first thought about offering coaching to the audience, uh, at first I was like, oh, this is not going to work because it has nothing to do with anything. And I realized there's so much in tarot and coaching that it they it's very easily trans relatable because it's really just facilitating <laughs> uh, facilitating that safe place uh, so that people can get that wisdom um, whether it's the wisdom of their body by having them drop into their body or the wisdom of their higher self it's still wisdom yeah totally totally that's so beautiful and i'm sure that people get so much from these from these sessions um I would love to hear more about your decks, like, uh, and to share also my decks. Like, what what's the deck that you that you use the most with your clients? The Truth deck. It's actually not a tarot deck. It's an oracle deck. It has a hundred cards. Uh huh. It looks like this. It has an eyeball on the back. Wow. And it has very simple, um, clear cut messages that cannot be denied that's why i like mm. this deck because oh. it you know it you can ask this deck pretty much anything um you know i can say like what should i do today or something like that and you know this one just says yes which i think is so funny it's like you're doing the thing you're supposed to be doing today you're doing a good job <laughs> <laughs> it's like yes <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes you are <laughs> but you know It has like these really short messages, of, you know, hostility, um, you know, summer, thinking. And so I use this deck as a way to enhance my tarot card readings. And also I can use it as a standalone deck um, because it also has like more spiritual cards in here. You know, it'll say like healing or chakra balance or anything like that. So it's such an easy deck to use um, and you don't need a book with it or to memorize anything it's very straight to the point and it's very fun to use with my clients because my clients especially who don't believe or who are very new who don't think that this works um you know you may look at the tarot deck and be like i, I mean you could be making up what that meant which mm -hmm. we know that that's not true but the client doesn't always know that if i pull something from this deck you're not like you read what it says just like i read what it said like you know what that said That thing said no, it said no. Like, you know, that's not <laughs> that's not something that I'm making up. So I really like that this deck um, for that. And then my second type of deck that I like are channeled messages decks. People like to ask me, um, you know, what someone's thinking about them or something like that, or what someone's like planning to do. And I've actually found decks that will tap into that energy and work really, really good for that. So like this one, is about relationships. So I use it in like romantic relationships, asking about their partner. You know, it'll say, if I, this one says, I fear you're going to find someone better if I don't get it together soon, right? So I can kind of indicate that that person might feel a lot of insecurity in that relationship. Nine mm -hmm. times out of 10, that's exactly what's going on. 
these are like the channeled messages deck. And then another way to use it is to actually channel from that person's higher self and just read the sentences to them, which is another way to do it. So yeah, those are definitely uh, my favorite, favorite decks. Um, other than just the tarot cards that I use, they're just really, yeah, they're just really cool. And I, it's one of those things where it's just like when you put the, the, the spreads together, like the message cannot be denied. It is just, it just is what it is like. It, yeah. it makes it very simple. And then I will, like tarot's always, uh, tarot is always the uh, core of it. These extra decks help to really ground the reading to into levels that make it really, really understandable for my clients, which I love. That's beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. I am not um, la like that skill with oracle cards. I have a couple. Yeah, like, like a couple of, of decks that are mm -hmm. oracle, but I, I never got like very familiar with them. It's just like, except for one that it's like, um, it's the, do I have it here? It's like the angel cards. Um, oh, is it angel answers? Yeah, but this one's- it angel uh, answers because angel answers is amazing. I, I think that this is not that famous that it's here uh, because it's, uh, uh, and it's more like for Latin America. Um, let me see. So this is it. So you get like one message from an angel here. Oh, it's beautiful. And you get one one whole message in here. So the thing is that there are oh. two different the two different uh, the deck has two different uh, cards, the the mm -hmm. red and, and the white ones. And each one has, uh, when you read it, you just get one angel and one message. So they complete, they complete each other. So they, they, um, okay. they can say so much because it's like, um, I am the angel that comes to hug you uh, really tight. Um, being in my arms, nothing can harm you. Can you feel the peace and protection that I'm giving you right now? From this moment on, mm -hmm. you're starting to live with courage and decision oh that's gorgeous i love that yeah yeah this yeah. is this is so so beautiful but it's in spanish but it's like uh it's maybe one of my favorite decks it's the one oracle that i use and, and it's just like this combination can be so playful yeah no uh i think you can get so much just from using a tarot deck like if i wanted to do readings for people and literally just only use a tarot deck and nothing else you can totally do that and never touch another deck i think that's the beauty of deck of tarot decks it covers every subject everything you know career love sex yeah money self-development all of that stuff it covers everything but i just i'm kind of a collector you know me too <laughs> i just get <laughs> like i just get decks because they're so pretty and they call to me like this ice cream deck is so cute yeah, it has 40 little so oracle cards in it <sighs> yeah i'm gonna show you a few so, so many beautiful ideas lemon. wow uh -huh. lemon deck and it, it says clean detoxifying um and release Wow. And then this one says banana walnut. It says cracking codes, uh, learning and observing. 
Wow. Um, and then, yeah, Rocky Road Adventure Preparation and Challenge. Uh-huh. It's a rocky road. You gotta <laughs> I I just love them. They're so cute. How do you? Yeah. I think they're adorable. Uh, p- pistachio, emotional healing, independence, and responsibility. Wow. So it's it's very like um, I like little decks like this. They enhance my readings. You know, I love to use it in beside my tarot deck uh, when I'm trying to get answers about something you know sometimes if I just want to like if I get a card like the tower for example um, I like to pull out one of these cards to figure out really so like you get the tower something shocking and really intense is about to happen or has happened what subject matter is that about you know I'll pull out one of these little clarifier decks and it'll be like okay you know um white chocolate raspberry sensibility and elegance so maybe like in this particular situation, um, you had a tower moment about the way you feel about yourself. You know, elegance is something that you, you know, portray to other people. So maybe you have a, a broke, broken down in a sense of self and the way you feel about yourself. So that's kind of like how I use those other decks and like incorporate them into my reading to just kind of like enhance them and make them a little bit more fun and colorful because like I take pictures of a lot of my readings and I just, I like them to look good too. <laughs> Right? They are just so beautiful and and powerful. Sometimes like just using them as a as a um uh, you know like a, a mandala, you just having that energy because mm-hmm. there is also a lot of tarot magic and, and a lot of uh symbols. Uh I know that you also work with sigils, right? Like uh sigils. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. I really enjoy uh, chaos magic, which is uh, where sigils kind of like, I mean, sigils have been around since like millennial, uh-huh. millennia, millennial, <laughs> millennia. Uh-huh. Um, they've been around for so long and uh, marketing people use it. You know, if you, you think of the McDonald's, that's kind of like a sigil because you might see that M and you think, oh, I'm going to get a little hungry, right? It's a symbol that is invoking a particular feeling or a particular thing to happen. You see the McDonald's M and you want to go get food, yeah. you know? So that's the kind of the same idea. So for me, I work with sigils um, to kind of enhance my life. Um, I also like sigils because they're usually a particular feeling or a particular like all around thing. Whereas in other types of magic, you have to be very, very specific. With sigils, you can be like, I, you know, I am abundant. And that can, you can make a sigil based off of that. And you're not really knowing where the money's going to come from or how it's going to get there. But as a baseline, you are abundant. And I find that to be really helpful. And it's been really helpful for me uh, in general. So, yeah. I love it. I have I have a little anecdote. Uh, when I was learning, I, I have never worked with sigils. I, I am interested, but have never worked with them. But I work with uh, runes. So many years ago, when I started working mm-hmm. more with runes, I was like, oh, look, this is the rune of abundance. So I drew it in my wall and I did like a ritual to activate the rune. And I was so happy because I had activated the rune of abundance. Little did I know that that rune was actually the rune of motherhood. That yes, it means abundance, but in the sense of, you know, the earth, like the the empress, it's pretty much the card of the empress, right? So it's like, like, uh, so I was pregnant that year. (laughs) 
somebody came with a candle with the with the Mercana rune which is the one I use it took me years to figure out that this rune because some runes runes have like a, an equivalent in the tarot so it's like yeah this rune is the rune of the empress I wouldn't use the card of the empress to summon abundance because it's mm -hmm. that's more like king, the king of pentacles exactly exactly so it's like oh i had to learn it the <laughs> the hard way i mean and being a mom is the best thing ever and i love my my children but i always laugh at that it's like um <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> i totally understand that, that that's kind of hilarious um but yeah yeah. You kind of in your head um, on the spot for the meeting that you're trying to do. It's not like something that already has a set meaning. You would take a statement and then while you're meditating on it and drawing, drawing it, um, you're creating that thing. Like, so it kind of goes based off of like what it means to you, um, which is really, really cool where sometimes you can use other, but if you use other people's sigils, um, that could be very different because, you know, again, if I use somebody else's sigil and they were talking about the abundance of having babies and I decided that I was going to put that somewhere, then I might be pregnant and that's not what I was trying to do. <laughs> like, so I'm going to like pick something else or like make my own sigil and stuff like that. So yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be careful with your <laughs> the statements for sure. That's, that's funny though. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Thank you so much for this conversation. It has been so amazing to have you here and to just speak about magic and tarot and coaching with you. Yeah. Oh, thank you for having me too. And uh, getting to geek out with me about cards. I don't get to geek out about this kind of stuff very often, but when <laughs> I do, it's like, ah, good. So yeah, thank you so much for having me, Sasha. Thank you so much. And guys, please check out Erin's page, uh, the tarot page. And also, do you, do you still have that co the coaching uh, Instagram on? I or do, um, but I do most of my like announcements through my tarot page, even about like coaching. But you can still do both. Um, there's still some like lots of posts on the other one that are very, very useful. Beautiful. So I will just add the link in the in the comments so that people can contact you thank you so much for being here oh thank you and thank you for having me and sharing energy with me 
And uh, yeah, I love it. So thanks. Thank you.